You're listening to the MC Vocal Fry Podcast, your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and pop culture, coming to you from the campus of Mississippi College in Clinton, Mississippi. to be sad and hold your mic today while I adjust levels because all the mic stands are in use mm. holding up the sheet protecting the drum shield. Oh. <laughs> protecting basically us from being reflected it in was it. The r- it was reflective protection in yeah. a very quick thick makeshift uh, quick thing. Yeah. Happy day after opening. Here we are for you people, vocal fam. You mustn't know. We really Immediately after uh, opening. Do you see we had a we had one of our vocal fam wish us a happy opening on, on, on the on the page? I missed it. From I'm last week's look. episode. Oh, I didn't so see. So thank that. you. I'm gonna go look. Thank you so much. Who said that person? We had a lovely uh, we had a lovely opening last night. Uh, highlights of the night for you all? Of last night? Well, tell them about your drawings. Oh, my goodness. This girl, I mean, I don't know her. One person in the show knew her. Apparently, she is a MC recruit. From I th- she's Andrew. here. I mean, she like she. Oh, she, she already is here. a student. Oh, I th- I but misunderstood. But I thought Andrew she was a high school student. But Andrew knows. Oh, her Andrew knew her from recruiting her. I follow. One of I'm our sorry. Of I the misunderstood. Show well, is an MC admission. So she's counselor. a current Mississippi College yes. student. Yes. Yes. Okay. She's an art major. Obviously. Well, that makes sense. But she came to the show and just throughout the show, I guess just whenever inspiration struck her, or maybe when she finished another draw, I don't I don't know what made her do it. But she would draw pictures of, like, people performing. And so Leah and I, we just got lucky because we both have, you know, big, I guess, moments in song. Yeah. She drew both of us kind of, like, in character as, like, a almost like a Disney princess version of ourselves. Do you mind if I put those on our Vocal Fry social media? I've already put it on, like... I've put it on I'll one take a social picture, media better platform. Better picture when I get Same. home and send it to you. Oh, okay. Same. The one I took last night was just like. Here's a picture of the beauty yeah. of okay, this Okay, well drawing. then I'll wait. But I'd like to just when we up- upload this episode, I'd like to go ahead and put those on our social yeah. media. Yeah, it was so cute. And then she and like it was the sweetest thing. And like drew and like included a line like yeah. from the song like when mine she drew it when I was singing and who Hamilton. lives who dies who tells your story and wrote I can't wait to see you again. I know you'll be shocked. The mindset, find your grail. <laughs> Every everyone's shocked. Yeah. Everyone's shocked. I mean, you know, so many lines yeah. in that song. People are as shocked about that as they are about the fact that Capaldi is my doctor. Okay. Okay. That's very true. good. Anyway, That's no, I, it, it was, was it was very sweet. It, I it love was, it so and much. She was just so sweet. About, like she just walked up. She was like, um, "You did really good," and just handed me like yeah. just held it out and then just like walked away. And I was like, "Wait, no, this is amazing. Come yeah. back." Yeah. I've shown it to everyone. Yeah, I've shown it literally to everyone. I'm like, look who is so I mean, I remember my wife came home. I had to leave early to go get. Well, I didn't leave early, but as soon as we were done, I, I went and got. The, yeah, I got. I got my daughter, and um, I mean, our Charlie was here all night. But yeah. um, I uh, when my wife got home, she goes, "You have to see the sketches," and I was like, "What sketches?" Yeah, they were yeah. so cute. <clears throat> yeah, I think she started with. Andrew she went in Mary. with just the intent of like she drew one for. 
Andrew and Mary. Which is adorable. Oh, together during yes. Manhattan? Manhattan? Oh, that's so great. Thing. I think that's the first one she did. Yeah, and then she just kind of was like, well, I've got my pad and pencil here. so Yeah, and so then and she, she did more. Find Your Grail, Till Lucy Dies. Who else? Did anyone else get one? I maybe James Gibson may have gotten one. Oh, cute. I, can't, I could see that. I can't remember. I don't know. There were a couple Maybe of, of him in the cast at the end? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But... I, Y'all, I definitely didn't realize that he was wearing a cast during that song. Like, I knew that in the actual Dear Evan Hansen musical, Guy has a cast, but I just had totally missed that James was wearing one. And so I go out into the lobby last night. And I was like, what happened? Like, did he do something (laughs) during the show? Oh my gosh, how did I miss this? You know what's funny about that is that I I don't think you heard this. I was telling your husband this last night. Every night you guys have done Find Your Grail. Yeah. You know how like sometimes you'll see something and your mind makes up something that's not really happening that you just like you're like, oh, wait, that's not happening. Yeah. Every night I've thought that because they obviously the guys carry you out as Lady of the Lake. Yeah. Last night almost did not happen. I did not quite make it onto Andrew's shoulder. And so he was just holding me with his hand. Well, I slipped off. (laughs) What I thought actually happened when you go back to the platform. Yeah. In my brain, I actually thought that they picked you up by your arms no. and like you, as if you were like walking on air. They do that when I come off. I think I thought that was happening also on the way up. Oh. And then I saw you like grab your dress and step up onto the platform. And I was like, oh, this kind of ruined my movie magic about Sorry this about moment. That. <laughs> no, no. Like, why isn't the lady of the lake walking on air? That platform's too high for them to just... I- I do it on like the way down. On the, the way down, Maybe. it works because they like I put on my arms. Sure, and sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Much, much, much easier to coordinate on the way oh, down. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like going up, I just step. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I had never. I mean, I knew everybody kept saying that everyone was going crazy behind me, but I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I'm out in front, and so I don't see anything. Well, my mom filmed most of it um, yesterday and sent it to our little so family you could group see text. It? Well, it was more for like my brother and sister who won't come who, and things okay. like that. And so I'm watching it and I look and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is hysterical. Like yeah, I, really I get it. Like I had no idea some of this stuff, people like sobbing and like just being just completely ridiculous. And it's just amazing. I'm like, I had no idea. I it's no it's idea. really one of my favorite numbers of the entire night. Yeah. I will say, speaking yeah. of other... Who Lives, Who Dies is the best it's been last that, night. Oh, it, it felt thank really goodness. It finally, it, the tempo finally the locked tempo in. The tempo finally locked in. And then the chorus finally locked in. Yes. Yeah, it's like just the been ensemble. dragging. Yes. That, that, really and everything, everything really locked. That that number finally last and night. And I'm so glad. Because it's a great yeah. number. Yeah. yeah, it is. I think the band honestly decided that they were going to start at a good tempo and they were not going to change it. Yes. The, the singers could just keep up if they wanted to and as a result the singers were like oh we should probably sing with the band it was really good i was thrilled that we had like a three-quarter full house yeah on opening night night. usually and it was bad weather yeah Yeah. well let's hope it works for tonight as well yeah because it's also going to be bad weather bad weather and but they were a great audience they really were i never expect that from a thursday night it was fun i am and we could tell, like, I mean, before we even walked in, because, like, when we're out in the lobby waiting to come in for and through the um, down the aisles for Seasons of Love, um, the people that are standing on stage, I think, had already come out. So, like, as we're walking in, we already hear them, like, clapping and, and cheering. And you're like, ah. Um, just 
for the people like that had come on stage who haven't even done anything yet and we were just like oh okay this gonna it's be one of these good. kind of crowds yeah no it was good so, it was nice. it was good it was absolutely good um uh trying to think of some of the other highlights from last night for me i actually really thought they responded well to seasons of love to be honest they did yeah. i thought the I crowd thought, really responded well you know as many issues as we have had with pandemonium it's a crowd pleaser yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean that's why we put it in the show yeah like has it ever really fully come together no Does yeah the we sort of know? we sort of mess up something every last pandemonium Look, yeah. don't get us started <laughs> on that something. moment. We miss something every 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 night. But we it's miss okay something. because the song is literally us running around stage, just screaming and yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy. And I think uh, they're just it fits right. The, the curtain th- last night almost falling during the number. Did you even see that? Uh-uh. Katermus wrapped himself up in the curtain <laughs> at one point by mistake <laughs> because <laughs> like the leg no was one. not as far in, yeah. and he ended up getting caught in it. And I mean, it was. I'm gonna be real. At the end, when we are literally just sprinting around <laughs> See, the stage, I am terrified. Like that is not acting. I am terrified. I have almost get gotten run over by people multiple See, that's times. One I would like to see a video of because I'm sitting in front of all of you and yeah, have no I've idea. Never, what's, I've never seen what's a video happening of behind me. We'll have to get I, uh, someone too because that is. But it. I mean, I can feel it. I. It is terrifying. My wife people says start to me, running, and I'm she's like, ah. so. At the end of that number, listeners, I, I end up on the in this platform in the middle of the stage, and everybody else is just like sort of running around because like Chip's yep. sort of riffing with everything going on, and everybody else falls down except I didn't want to have to like fall on, on the, platform, the platform, whatever. I tried it one day in rehearsal, hurt my knee, whatever, mm-hmm. and so I've just sort of been flailing over, and my wife goes, "Are you taking a bow at the end of Pandemonium?" <laughs> and I said, "Yes, I was so good, thank you." <laughs> no, she goes, "Well, that's what it looks like." She said, "Maybe don't do that." <laughs> I was like, "Note taken. Very good, very good. I will not. I will not. Uh, I will not do that again." Yeah. Okay. I think good. tonight I'm going to, um, just actually. So Andrew's character is named Mitch. Is that yeah. Mitch? Yeah, I think I'm just going to actually acknowledge that he's not there. You know, he is the comfort counselor. Just Mitch, ooh, the comfort counselor. Someone should counselor. hyperventilate. <laughs> Mitch, yeah. Mitch, the comfort counselor. Because okay. um, Andrew Solid. has to do a very significant, very quick, quick change. change. He's there. He's there serving his hours of community service. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Lovely. Um, uh, <laughs> it's a funny what show. A, uh, yeah, that's another thing I've just really enjoyed about this is. Um, just getting to hear so many pieces I've never heard before that make me want to go like listen to the rest of those shows. Yeah. Like, um, I love, I think some, some of my favorites time? that oh, I haven't I like, that I had never heard before. I do love, I love some, some other, other time. time. Ooh, that gets me. Oh, um, that, that, I love that. Those one. two ladies singing. That oh my verses. goodness. I'm like, I don't even need the rest of y'all to come in. I could just keep you two. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, it's great. Man. I love the harmonies. It, it is great. Wonderful. But I just and Will. Heard, and Will and that's, yeah, that that's true. Really lovely. But I had never heard, like I had never heard Reagan singing non-classically. Oh, and she's, oh, it's wonderful. So I told her, wonderful. Like, you're amazing. That's great. Yeah. You sang and I just was like, do this and natalie fehrenbacher is just captivating at the beginning oh of that oh my gosh and just, she just perfect we were talking last night about how like the easy pitfall in that song is the oh well that's hard to do and not come off and she with, lands she manages she does perfectly. it's the time. reason when i listened to the recording i was like uh, i don't know how much i like this was literally the oh well because i think too it just i couldn't do it 
well. It's a leap of it's a twelfth. Hard. It's a leap of a twelve eleventh. And it really from, just has to be from kind of an F sharp to a C sharp. And in character, or else it jars you out yeah, of the exactly. feeling. And, and she, she does, does it perfectly. It. She does it amazingly. I just can't handle and it. And then I love doors. I love doors. Doors, yeah. doors are so fun. And great. it's so funny because we were talking about that last night. And Jamie was like, I'm always surprised by how much people just like the crowd it. loves Doors because he's in it. And it's, it's upbeat. Like, yeah. And it's, it's just and like the, it's the poppy. harmonies. And it just, I And don't it's know. driving. It and even the lyrics are like. The band has yeah. found a good groove on that song. Yeah. And That's what the lyrics are just about like, I don't know, opportunities and change. Yeah. And what's what's and through the next door? Yeah. And it's exciting. When I told yeah. him that, I was like, I think that's one that's a lot more fun to listen to live like recordings are good yes but it's really I agree. like it's one that you need to listen to live to appreciate really get yeah i think pandemonium is the same way oh yeah no you listen to the recording I mean, and you're like okay this is cute but then you see it and you're like ah, oh gosh that's a mess <laughs> <laughs> yeah that yep. yeah and then uh, there, are, there are a lot of numbers in the show that i'm like this is really good live yeah i mean recording's good but live well yeah. and you know one of the things that i'm really proud of and i and i said this to my wife last night we don't have anyone in the department who is exclusively studying being a music theater singer no. well technically i mean i guess you could argue that like andrew and james at this point all of their study because they're because they, they're studying independently of the department yeah all of their current study all that we work on in lessons is musical theater like sure. we don't work on anything else but they're not theater majors right they're both doing vastly different things right i mean one's a scientist and one's a communications yeah at this he's point an person. admissions counselor for the school right and so um you know but that being said while certainly a professional actor would look at some, I'm sure, acting things and go, oh, well, this, you know, sure. blah, 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 oh, blah, blah, yeah, blah, commitment method, blah, 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 Stanislavski, blah, blah, blah. No, no. But the singing really c comes off as if they've trained at musical theater styles. Yeah. Woo. And, and that's really, re I'm telling you, Andrew could make a career oh at playing God. roles he has grown playing so roles much. like Billy Lawler that, in, in anything talking goes to Mary. I mean he could make a career out of that And she that. was talking about how last year he couldn't hit an F and now you know he's he singing He has just come into his B. own like, I mean you know, yeah, and there he clean. was singing a high B last uh, night. I mean, two nobodies yeah. in New York. Like, I mean, yeah. he two really nobodies in New York. There's a great one. Oh yeah, that's another one that. Oh, we got a lot of good <laughs> feedback on two nobodies. That is a great. We got a lot of good and feedback. James on James and that. Andrew do the improv really well. Yeah, we got a lot of good <laughs> feedback on that. I I realized that I had forgotten to change my voice to a different character. Other than and I was. <laughs> I was still stuck in a ten-year-old uh, chip who drinks Kool-Aid and eats Cheetos. Kool-Aid, Cheetos, whatever. And who was upset that that nobody else had seen Captain Marvel, but Which he had. Which hasn't come out yet. But he had because because Marvel didn't extend it early release, and a lot of Marvel Club fans have actually seen it already. Wait, there's a Marvel Club. Like no, I just made that up. Oh. But but there are actually a lot of large number of people who actually have seen Captain Marvel already. So do you think there? Is a Marvel Club? <laughs> Sarah wants to Can join. Can I start it? <laughs> I'm sure there. Would anybody join? Is want an official one? That Actually, the the early, early reviews Thank of you. Captain Marvel have been absolutely excellent. Oh, foo! I thought you were going to say terrible, and I was like, No, I'll fight them. No, my favorite one was my favorite one that I saw on Twitter was was oh, so this is what guys feel like at superhero movies. 
So, I kick butt fighty ladies coming on March coming to a theater near you on March 8th. You know, sometimes I get mad that my parents didn't let me take karate like I wanted as a child. <laughs> but sometimes I'm like it's for the best. Yeah, cuz you'd probably actually you know, there's a town in Japan that is actually looking for ninjas. I found my calling. Bye, guys. I'm not going to find See you them. later. So you'll have sneaky. to find someone to replace me in the show tonight. <laughs> Sarah's out. She's on a I'm plane. Gone. She's take on a plane life. to Tokyo. I'm going to take my life savings, which are um, not much, and I will, I will put them all into a very sad little plane ticket. Yeah, apparently they pay a good salary. and. I think it would be so fun to be a secret agent. Yeah. I'd make a great secret agent. If you're out there, CIA, FBI, for some reason you're listening so to So basically us, you want to be a ninja Carmen Sandiego is yes. really what you're saying. I have always thought it would be super cool to be like Black Widow or secret agent, do some fighting, sneak by, intelligent stuff. Yeah, I'm wow. ready for it. Okay, so also yesterday, big day in class yesterday. Oh, that was a lot. <laughs> that was a lot. Are your heads still spinning? I, okay, I told you this as I was walking out of class. Like, the way I have found in the past that my mind processes just huge, like, for lack of better terms, like a data dump like that, just a whole lot of knowledge coming at me so fast, is I take it in, process what I can immediately, usually can get some of it, but then what is going to happen is I'm going to walk away from it for, like, a week, and I'm not going to think about it. But it's like the back of my brain is still just kind of sorting through it and putting things together. And in a week, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to look at it again. And I'm going to be like, oh, okay, yeah, this makes sense now. Like it just, it's like, I think my brain is a little like, it's like a little computer. We're just in the background. Like, you know, if you go to play a game and you download most of it to the point it's playable and there's still a little that needs to be downloaded, you can play while it's downloading in the background. It's all just processing in the background right now. We had for just to, uh, if you had didn't listen to last week's episode, <laughs> we had Dr. Ian Howell of the New England Conservatory Skype into acoustics yesterday, uh, and we asked him how his thinking has changed since his mm-hmm. dissertation, and we talked about waveforms. Yeah, that's <laughs> the part that's processing right there. A good there. bit about waveform analysis. He has a graduate student currently working on some waveform theories. It sounds cool. Uh, definitely some work to be... D- I remember a conversation he and I were having months ago before he really sort of dug in as deep as he is right now about waveforms and our conversation sort of... He, he, he sort of was like, how much attention do you pay to the waveform? I'm like, not much. And he goes, how is it that neither of us coming up through the training that we had really paid attention to waveforms? And I think that's sort of where he was at the beginning of that information. Yeah. And now it's like we should look at waveforms. Here we yes. are now. We talked a lot less about absolute spectral tone color and roughness because we had already talked a lot in class about absolute spectral tone color and roughness. I uh, wanted the next thing. Not that there's always not more to learn. Of course there oh. is. Um but it was yeah a lot of information a lot of rethinking i think it's a wonderful time to be alive you know it's funny it hit me because we talked a decent bit about harmonics and their existence or not and formants and and their but at the beginning of the year like back in August or something like that. You like m- told me about some article someone had written saying that harmonics don't exist. Oh, and the I was chin. Like, yeah, it was. I, was act- like, it's act- I mean, it was a. I don't know if it was a dissertation or if it was exactly what form that book is, but 
regardless, I was like, that's nuts. That's radical. That's a piece that's by crazy. Julian Chen, by the way. And I was like, that that can't be. And like now, all of a sudden, it hit me yesterday because I think one of y'all mentioned it. I was like, whoa, I've been kind of convinced. Like, this is nuts. Just at the beginning of the year, that seemed so radical. The harmonics now, might not exist. Yeah, and now you I at least just see how he could like come to that. Yeah, conclusion. well, that and I'm like, this, this makes sense actually. Okay, like, wow, like how? Okay, vocal fam. Since since this changed. information got addressed, let me see if I can run with this for just a second and and just give you a little bit of some thoughts about this. And this is largely Doctor Hal's thoughts, so I'm going to cite him. And you can ask him about them yourself, but because he would say, that he, "I'm sure something I'm, I'm sure something I'm about to say is going to be wrong." So don't Story shoot, life, right? don't shoot, Perna for something he says that's probably wrong. So I'm going to claim that no first. <laughs> nor, nor are these Perna's original ideas. So let me just say, preface what I'm about to say by all that. So. The question that is being posed is not necessarily if harmonics exist or not. That's a sort of existential crisis that maybe we're it's not, not time to we're not broach. we're not time to broach. We're not ready for that. But the question Breakfast really is too early, right? The question really is, uh, I think that Dr. Hal is getting at and trying to get us to all think about is when do harmonics exist yeah. and w what i mean what what he means by that not what i mean by that what he means by that is and again i think he's going to write on all this kind of stuff so there will be more coming in the forthcoming years that's this is why i said it's an exciting time to be alive and i hope he doesn't mind me saying any of this and uh, if he does i apologize i don't think that 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 i'm again we're citing him and everything but let me so the idea would be that your vocal folds create a very simple waveform, a very simple si um, sound wave that after it transfers through your vocal uh, vocal tract and goes, you know, is resonated however the vocal tract is shaped, becomes a very complex sound wave. Yeah. And then that goes into the room and the room actually takes the sound wave and adjusts it even further. And then eventually the sound wave hits the cochlea and does some very fancy things in the ear that I'm not even going to attempt to talk about because I'm not exactly an ear junkie. And the, the question is, most of our models, when we talk about acoustics, are here's a spectrogram, this is what's happening. But the problem is that's only true once the fast Fourier transform at that moment has been applied to the complex waveform. Because basically, the meaning, the sound wave exists, but then we take a fast Fourier transform like Voce Vista or any other spectrogram that you have on your phone or whatever, and or, or well, here. eventually the <laughs> cochlea, and we divide it up into its component parts. Essentially... I think I've heard I've either either Dr. Hall has written to us or we've talked about it. Uh, it's as if uh, it's as if the sound wave is giving instructions to either the cochlea or the fast Fourier transform. Mm -hmm. um, and so anyway, but but here's the the problem. The problem is as if 
the way we think about acoustics is that harmonics are just bouncing all around your vocal tract. And I keep using the example of like, imagine Slimer in Ghostbusters just, and he's a set, he's harmonics, but he can like separate himself into different pieces and he's just flying all around your vocal tract through, up, above, around, and and where he's leaving slime, if it hits a format zone, all of a sudden it, it's slime? it's getting <laughs> it's getting a spectral peak. The unfortunate part about that is that's probably not actually how nature works. And so anyway, we're, we're, there's lots more to come. Like I said, it's an exciting time to be alive. This is not Perna's work. This is not Vocal Fry's work. This is what Dr. Howell is working on. And it, if you need, if you want, here, I'll just put a plug in. If you want to know more, I would encourage you to attend a, the Acoustic Vocal Pedagogy Workshop this summer with Dr. Howell and Dr. Ballantyne and Professor Bozeman at NEC. If you'd also like to know more about voice acoustics, you could also go to the Singing Voice Science Workshop where Dr. Perna will be lecturing on male voice. Mm -hmm in uh <laughs> also also <laughs> i know you get to hear enough about dr perna okay very good uh, also in also in june both of those workshops i think we're two of the we're, we're two of the premier summer workshops though that are happening um our workshop is with myself and and, and richard lissamore and 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 uh Kelly Hidgley and and um, uh, Kathy Price is coming this summer and and they're wonderful folks. Um, but anyway, they're both really good opportunities if you can schedule one in your schedule. Uh, I would I would encourage you to do it. Uh, ours happens right after Voice Foundation, so if you might be in Philadelphia for Voice Foundation, you could hang out in the New Jersey Pennsylvania region and and come to ours in the week after Voice Foundation. Uh, so th anyway, there's lots of good stuff out there. But this has sort of been deep acoustics, existential crises. I was sort of presenting, I'll, I'll just tell you all a side story here on Vocal Fry. I was sort of, when we were down at USM, I was sort of telling some of this information to Scott McCoy at breakfast one morning. And then he sort of came into the session that morning and was like, well, we were having an existential crisis about harmonics at breakfast. Um, so anyway... All very fascinating It's stuff. an exciting time to be alive, folks. It's a lot to sort through, a lot to, to process, learn figure out what's right what's not as right it's you an know what i thought about yes <clears throat> while you were um talking about um like the room adjusting the sound slightly like once mm, it goes yeah, out of the course. room like <laughs> like if this room were a different shape you know it obviously be yeah. it would adjust the sound differently absolutely it's like we're all inside we're all inside of a format we're all like <laughs> we're all part of it we're all creating that negative space with our bodies. You know what I mean? <laughs> Leah just went there. You broke him. Look at oh that. Oh my gosh. You made him speechless. It so happened. are you saying that just our presence in this room is changing the resonance of the room? I mean, is that yeah. what I'm saying? So if we all, all go stand in a corner, will it change? So are we just all by our presence affecting track? resonance? Yeah. That's what or, I'm saying. Or a giant, or a really small tongue? <laughs> don't like that except we're not sticky don't and wet stop okay. well. it's getting worse this is getting worse i think we should leave it leah, leah, leah had this great thought and then we just took it and we were like a let's ruin it yeah <laughs> sorry well, no, that, that's actually very profound also, you know i think tongue is actually red and sticky what my, my tongue's pink i didn't say red <laughs> you did say I red i said wet 
Oh, I thought you said red and sticky, and I was like, that's weird. That would probably be a design of disease. <laughs> that's what I was saying. Like, whose tongue is red? I said wet. Well, that's somehow even worse than what I thought I heard. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, other was just weird. You know, actually, I also think that in general, a lot of a lot of singing pedagogy neglects to think about the room yeah. and really adequately talk about about the effect of the room and, and, and all this kind of thing. Uh, well, like, think about how, I think I hear this more about when you sing in a choir, but also some, just as a vocalist, period, you take into account the room you're singing in and you can, a lot of times you change your singing so that it doesn't get muddy or whatever. In a sense, you're changing your vocal track to change that complex wave to take into account how the room is further going to change that wave. Like, I don't know. Of course, the most important part about about that maybe as a solo singer is to always be remembering that once a sound wave has left your body, you can't change. You it can't that. change uh, what just happened. Also, that that's it. something that really only classical musicians have to worry about. Like, if you're talking to someone who is say. Like a sound engineer, true. They're like, they well, will make I'll just, the changes. I can just adjust settings, you know, whatever. Like, it doesn't really matter. There is something nice to that. To right. like, when you're on stage, like this show we're doing, singing with mics and stuff, knowing that like I can make about any sound I want, and like it doesn't have to be super loud. Like there are moments. Yeah, because I really I had that conversation recently with someone I know who is an audio engineer. Right. Who is. Someone you know. Someone okay. I know. Someone she knows. A, 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 maybe a friend. A friend. Low-key friend. And, uh, you know, talking about, like, the size of a room or the paneling, acoustic paneling in a room, yeah. whatever, is available. And just certain, like, resonance phenomena that I don't necessarily know about. Um, and, like, well, it, you know, that doesn't really matter. And I'm like, it does for me. As a classical singer. Yeah, like yeah. all I well, have is the resonance I can create. And since I've said this in a faculty meeting, I don't mind saying this because I've said this basically in a faculty meeting in a message that was to be relayed to our upper administration of the university. I actually believe that our choir room here is a dangerous acoustic environment for it's a choir so to be singing in. I don't cold. think it's a I don't think it's a problem for a solo person to be singing in that room no. like for a studio class. I actually nice. think that'd be a perfectly fine, mm -hmm. you know, if you were having diction in there and a solo singer was singing, you know, whatever. Like it's not a purposeless space. No. Like it's a fine classroom. Yeah. Well, and it when the this building was originally built it was not built to be a choir room. I mean, it was right. built to be an art room. That. That's why there were, until the renovation, there were sinks in there. And so oh, I... You learn something new every day. Same with 212. You know, Sink. and our, our choir has received more and more pressure to not be rehearsing in our chapel because of courses that are going on I, underneath which it which i find ridiculous. i have issues with that I but just like to which out. you know has been another source of whatever but they uh, should be so lucky my thing yeah. is that <laughs> like i never day. like it when our singers are being presented either for hearing health or voice health and being put in a space day after day after day that i believe to be acoustically maybe not safe are there little <laughs> like things we could do to help with that though just as far as like padding I, I, curtains rugs. it's an interesting question i do not 
personally, let me just say this. I am not an acoustician. I am not a room acoustician. There are people who are room acousticians who do this kind of thing as a career, you know, whatever. Yeah. I personally do not believe that for a choir that there's anything that could be done to that space to to make make it it safe. safe. It's also just not. Because the ceiling is so low. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. especially with the levels. Yeah, I mean, yeah. When you're on Correct. the back row, I'm not a tall person, and I can reach up and touch. That's what I mean. You ceiling. and touch the ceiling, and no, that for a for a 35 voice choir, which is about the size of our top choir, yeah, that's not okay. So what if we took out the levels? I mean, with that, I don't but think then it how would, would, would have really. Choirs rehearse in flat spaces um, all the time. I don't know. I've just. I guess I've only ever been. Um, I mean, you just get a conductor's podium and put the conductor uh, up higher, and yeah. Um, I but I think that. Um, you know, I'll, I'll just say this because I said this in the faculty meeting. Same well, and the choir director agrees. The choir director agrees with me. Yeah. And in the same meeting, I also made the argument because I have sung with our wind symphony in their rehearsal the space. Oh, yeah. That is not a safe acoustic environment. Because, l- I mean, I was... So, a couple years back, Perna's not a baritone, but, <laughs> but I was asked by our anyone. wind symphony conductor to sing a few movements of Carmina which the baritone part is fairly high and I can sing loud enough and so I I sang a few movements we didn't do the whole thing I sang a few movements of Carmina with the wind symphony but rehearsing in that space goodness gracious oh man was not comfortable I mean you just felt like you were screaming well and how many band halls just in like high schools across America. I mean, that's because that's what that room was. Wasn't that a high school? It was, in fact, that whole building. Yeah. We bought a we bought a property. The university bought a property from Clinton Public Schools a number of years ago, and that is where our yeah, that is yeah. the old that and was so the old high school, high school many school many right. years ago. Right, and it was their band hall. Yeah, and that's I mean, let's be real. Like pretty much any band hall you go into is a lot like that. Well, and it's also just old. Like I mean, it was yeah. just before. It's also just a very. Really Thought yes. about it's, it's about a, that kind it's of a thing. building what from the 40s I, I mean it's pretty, it's I, don't, it's pretty old. I don't know how old it is but I mean I it's, think it's around there I mean um, they stopped using that building as a high school in the 90s late 90s sometimes yeah. my brother I think went one year there and he graduated high school in 99 sure I will say this is a, a, a just a note for you voice yeah, the new high school was built in 96 I remember a, that a note so. for you voice <laughs> teachers out there about this. If you have never played around with different arrangements of your studio, where your piano is, where people are standing, I just really want to encourage you to take some time and experiment. You know, obviously most voice teachers can't afford to have an acoustician come in and or even maybe have the expertise with their own sound level meter to do their own analysis, which is honestly not, as I understand it, not that difficult to do. Um, but there's some good free software you can download and this kind of thing or inexpensive things. Anyway, point being, I would encourage you just to play around with different configurations. I have not a great space here in my studio here. Like I have a lovely studio. I have all these beautiful built-ins and it's a decently sized office. I have a bunch of windows and you know, I can't complain. Like it's in the corner of a building. I can't complain about my office Mm -hmm. except for the fact that acoustically I almost 
never practice in here because mm-hmm. I push immediately as soon as I'm singing in this but room. But try the practice yeah, rooms. The, s- the studios are vastly so better than the better. practice rooms. Which practice are sound rooms modules. Are They're the, the, the winger worst. sound. They're winger, right? They are the winger. I don't, I don't know. know. That sounds Sound right. modules. Yeah. But it's funny because when, I think it was the last time I was at, I think it was Ole Miss, and I was in their practice rooms, and it's the same kind of practice rooms as ours. Totally different, like, acoustics, though. They have the built-in systems. I think I don't know. Like I just know. Do ours have the ours don't have the built-in audio? Do there's they? like one. one does, but like it's the same but look. It's weird. <laughs> but theirs are amazing. I didn't push. I sang just naturally. It was I sang as if I was in like JPW, yeah. a See, big I don't, space. I don't and it was just this little room where I was in there anymore. And I wish I had, I almost wish that I had realized earlier earlier in my I mean in my undergrad because I, I I honestly think that is a large part of why I just thought that. I was just terrible. Well, I thought that songs were hard because I was singing them so, yeah, with such poor technique pushing, like the the Fidelio aria. I learned that in a practice room here, uh 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 and I just wonder. I'm like, if I hadn't like sung that day after day in a practice room where I was just pushing, 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 yeah, could I have actually like? Would I still like that aria? Oh, because I would think that aria would be so good for you. I yeah, I might. I, I'd love to go back and look. We're at talking it. about Overy Schoen, right? Yeah, yeah. But I sang it in that practice room, and like, oh gosh, I just felt like I was dying. Yeah, I could see. And that I think being. I knew to some extent because I knew that I liked the way I sounded better when I was in lessons. Yeah, singing in Doctor Gunn's studio Honestly, rather than the practice I just thought room. it was her. I but was I kind of just thought I was like, do I just? Is she just gets a better sound out of yeah, me. Yeah, like, do I just need more direction she than I can just give myself helpless. in the practice room? Mm, but I no. knew I loved how I sounded in JPW, too. Yeah. Like, or just other random places. And so now I just I practice at home. Yeah, I, I do all my pra- most of my practicing at, at the house. Um, I, I try not to do much practicing in here. So anyway, that was just a recommendation for voice teachers in general. Talking about finding the acoustics, I know you said you don't watch Big Bang Theory. Do you, have you ever watched any Big Bang Theory? Okay, well, anybody out there that listens to Big Bang Theory, this always makes me think there's a little scene where um, Leonard and his girlfriend at the time, they go to see a movie, and they were trying to like avoid Sheldon because... You know, sure, y'all know Sheldon. Um, I know Sheldon. Quirky, I mean, yeah. I'm familiar enough yeah. with the character. Yeah. And so, but he shows up. And apparently anytime Sheldon goes to a movie, he has to find the best acoustical spot oh, in Lord. the movie theater. So he goes around sitting in all the different seats and there's going, ah, ah. No. And then he just goes and checks and he does that over and over trying to find just the best spot where all the sound converges. And it's very amusing. And I just picture, like, when you're talking about that, I just picture you walking around your <laughs> office going, ah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> That's funny enough. Not how I did it, but but uh, never. But not uh, in my mind. Have either? In, interestingly enough, just have, hands in a corner. Have ah. either of you ever stood right here and sang and sung? Yeah. It's so different. Yeah. It's it so it remarkably is. different. Except if I put students there, it means that their back is like up against a wall. Yeah. On this very awkward position. Well, and currently there's not, a piano there. Not, well, then currently I have the piano there, so actually. So that'd be hard. In fact, <laughs> I just sit untitled under the piano. <laughs> that would be lovely. Yes, I once saw a very famous <laughs> baritone give a lecture to students and might have been a rather tall individual who just decided they were going to sit on a seven-foot Bosendorfer just because they could. And they so, could. Well, because they said they were the best singer in their fach in the world today mm, at that point. So humble. This was almost 20 years ago, of course. But so humble. 
Anyway, what are you going to do, si- singers? Singers, am I right? I mean... You said he was uh, a baritone, not, not a tenor? In, in, no, bar- <laughs> bar- baritone. Oh, I well, mean. I mean, there's questions about whether oh, he maybe what, was, was a Was he tenor. really a tenor, though? Oh, well, there we go. Now I probably gave it away who was. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I actually still don't know, but that's okay. I have a guess. It <sighs> doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, he may have actually given a recital here on uh, campus okay, at some yeah. point. Oh, oh then now I know who it is, uh, and that makes sense. I've yeah. Forgot that that person was, was that person during both minute. of y'all's time. No, it was mine. Uh-huh. But I, it was my freshman year, and I wasn't a music major, and was like, oh, I don't. Why would I go to that? Of course, right. Yeah. Freshman. You music hear about majors. them, like the big names. Well, actually, I was really here. interested in going, but I was a freshman and didn't really get how no one cares if you skip your core classes. All because I would have had to skip some core classes, which I thought like, oh, well, I mean, I can't just. Skip class. I see. Yes, you can. Definitely never figured that out. You can. Went to those every time. I mean, I did not skip. Of course you did. I didn't skip much. Yeah, yeah. And I never skipped my music classes, obviously. Right. But, I mean, core classes, yeah. The only thing I ever skipped was chapel. But then you couldn't even do that very much because you only get, like, what, two skips before you fail? And I was not going to take another semester. I think it might be three. Well, anyway, well, so it's been a big week here in Vocal Fry Land. The sure show has. opening, our Skype session yesterday. Mm. We took some PAS data for Leah's recital that on Wednesday fine. because we couldn't get the EGG to work. Shocking, right? Everyone is shocked. <laughs> EGG not work? Shocked. Weird. Yeah. We're having a problem with the audio cable. That's the problem that it's we're dumb having. cable. We have we I currently have four audio cables sitting on my piano. Try them all. And I'm going to try all of them. Um because we know that the EGG that we have is actually working. Yeah, we've gotten It's just we have four audio cables that we're going to try to get to work. Good. On my piano. One well, who knows, maybe today the original one will be like, I, yeah, sure. I swear. I, because it worked when we've used I it. I mean, it is possible the that the EGG battery was just dying and we just needed to charge it, so we've charged up the EGG. Woo! And we will find out. But we did get some interesting PAS results. I'm going to calculate them. We haven't done that yet, but we'll get we'll get there very soon because March is right around the corner. <sighs> We're almost there, folks. I don't want to be almost there. I would not like to be March. Thank you. You guys no? want to go back to like August or? Uh, Just January. Okay. I don't want to go back that mm. far. No, I'd be fine All with right. that. You want to go back to August? Is that your car? Just listen. It very well could be my car. It could be my car. Yeah, Leah's car alarm goes off. It hasn't done it in many, many moons, but But there was a period of time that. Gosh, I hope it's not my car. It would go off in the middle of the night. Like, I would wake up and it would just like. And the first time it happened, I was like, oh my gosh, someone's breaking into Leah's car. But then it got to where I was like. "Mm." Hold on. It's not your car. Well. It's very possibly that it's mine. Her car will do it from pretty far. Anyway, well, listen, it's been a big week. We hope you guys have had a great week, Vocal Fam. Uh, There's, there's, listen, if you are a Vocal Fry listener for the pop culture biz, there's lots coming. I mean, just be prepared for April. We're so close to Captain Marvel. I mean, I said I don't want March, but I do want Captain Marvel. Because, I mean, you know, Captain Marvel's in two weeks. We plan on going, and listen, it, we realize that, that not everyone, oh, it stopped. That's good. We realize that not everyone is as crazy as us and will not be going to a late showing on the 7th. We but will we be. We will. We already have our tickets. We've had them for 
many months. <laughs> We're very confused about why Endgame tickets have not gone on sale yet. Uh, but when, but just be aware that the week of Captain Marvel, of course, our episode will be Captain super Marvel. duper duper spoilery. Yeah. So if you intend to not go see Captain Marvel on Thursday night, and you don't want to get things spoiled, then you don't need to listen. you need to pause your vocal fry until you go see the movie. Truth. Because our review will be coming out literally hours after yep. we go and see it. Uh, Cutting edge, right there. Anyway, breakfast. Oh, frittatas. Oh. Oh, I told life. you about that frittata I want to make. I still want to make yeah. that frittata. It's just a sad life right now. Dumb frittata. Dumb frittata. Dumb frittata. Just, ugh, what's the point? I feel like there will come a point in April where chocolate chip muffins and Nutella Probably. will come back. In like the week or two before my recital, just that's you that's what I'm. That's where I'm. That's about chip muffin. That's where I'm feeling Nutella it. Yeah, mid April. Chips and everything. In Around it. April the tenth. I actually just ate chocolate for breakfast. I just actually ate the Nutella. Yeah. I was going to make muffins with Nutella. Nah, I just grabbed the jar. One time I was really stressed and I made Nutella toast. And I put cut up strawberries on it. It was amazing. I'm not saying it was good for me, but it was amazing. It's a lot of sugar. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of sugar. I didn't do it today. I'm I'm a little better now. It's a lot of sugar. I've been eating my frittatas, stupid eggs. Even likes eggs. Who came up with those? Dumb. I, I enjoy an egg. I ate too many eggs a few years ago when I was like really poor and just only ate. <laughs> I was really poor and I ate too I, many well, eggs. Well, just eggs are so cheap and you can just right. do them a million different ways. I mean, yep. I tried to like mix it up. I do scrambled, fried, in a bell pepper. Mm, I only you know, know I'd mix salsa eggs. with them, um, whatever. But I just ate too many. I get it. <laughs> and now <laughs> I haven't eaten <laughs> eggs. And I get it. Oh, wow. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I get that. Wait, I think I lived with you then because I remember a time where like you would make eggs on a oh, fairly I think I had basis. gotten. I think I was. I was in my. <laughs> I was over them by that point. Oh. It was when I. I specifically I remember when I lived with like, Melissa and Victoria. But I may, it may. It may have extended into our time living. Victoria together. was there last night. Thank you for coming, <gasps> Victoria. Uh, vocal I was so fam. glad she got to come. I was and excited. she. I mean, humble brag, but she was like, but. You know, we went to go see Hamilton together, uh, and and she was like, "You did it justice." Oh, <laughs> great, 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 great! I was great, like, "That great, means great, so great, much great, coming great. from you." Great. Any takeaways for this week? I don't know. I don't know. It's come Friday, to the show. Right? Yeah, come, come to, the, to show. the show tonight. Seven tomorrow at seven. And Sunday then at Sunday three. at three. Come here, us. The fun time. Donations Jam. to MC Music accepted, either via check or cash. Yeah, do we know how it's like how much chance. we got? That's I have it. absolutely no idea. I haven't asked or looked or Yeah. We'll we'll see. Yeah. It'd be great if we can get the band paid for through the donations. Right. Well, that would and it's be not like there's that many people in the band. No, huh. So it'd be great if we could get the band yeah, paid for. Yeah, for sure. That would be that would be And that's our keep having expense. crowds like we had last night. Well, yes, the question is I though, did they give any money? Yeah. Some people did. Cuz that's the thing like Yes, you attract more people doing yeah. donations, but also it's because a lot of those people come because they're not having to pay for tickets. Yeah, but a lot of time people but see that and they at least put a buck in. Yeah. True. True. I mean, so. Just what they have on hand. Fundraising's we'll an interesting thing because all the money gets given by like 1% of your donors. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. So. Anywho, uh, I just one last thought for me. 
Um, if you are in the depths of winter, like so many people still in Unlike February, us, we're coming. Degrees. We're coming out of the dark, but 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 it's not quite to the time change yet. I just want to encourage you. Jogging really makes a difference. So get out there. You put your jog. warm running co- clothes on. Go for a run. Uh, we're almost to the time change, folks. The light is coming. The daylight is coming. We're just a few weeks away. And uh, get yourself a good run in. I, I was very oh. pleased that I actually ran 13.1 last Saturday. Super impressive. And uh, it's been a long journey to this point. But uh, go out and get yourself some health. But if you think running's the worst, walking's nice too. Or just go for a really long walk. I take nice long get walks. Get yourself it's some nice, sunlight. It's pleasant. Make sure your 50-plus pound dog is... That's the thing. Sometimes it's not a walk. With you. Sometimes it's a drag. Sometimes yeah. it's a Took my dog. Stomp. Took my dog, who was supposed to get a total of maybe 40 to 45 pounds to the vet. He's past that. He's already over 52 pounds, and he's Woo! only nine months old. So... Yes. I will say that the growing does slow down. Oh, I, I know, but she looked at me, and the vet looked at me, and she goes, yeah, maybe 70 pounds. He and Aria can be weight buddies. Yeah. So they can, um, then they can really fight. But he's not as tall as Arya. That's true. He's so compact. He's, he's just dense. He's a, a little br- barrel to- to- of muscle. Tony Stark Perna is a single muscle. He is. Basically. So anyway, all right, Vocal Fan. Peace out. Have a great week. Bye.